happy Thursday. I am Melissa, the founder of A Yogi Kitchen, and this is Off the Mat. This is where we come together and talk about the lessons that we learn on the mat in our asana practice, in our meditation, in our pranayama practice that we then transfer into our everyday lives, into our lives as co-workers and business owners and daughters and neighbors, parents, partners, and we um, practice those same, less- those same lessons off the mat. Okay, so I wanted to pop in here and um, clear up a couple of different things. So last week, um, I recorded a session and then did not publish it by accident and found it on my computer. And it was time sensitive, so there was no reason to post it. So I didn't post last week, and I apologize for that. So if you were looking for it, that that's what happened there. Um, so this week, I wanted to just invite you to enjoy this really packed weekend, long weekend full of yoga. So, and then I also want to talk to you about other ways that you can be part of our yoga community and other ways that you can practice yoga without coming to a yoga class. And here's the thing, and you've probably heard me say this a million times before, but there's a lot of parts of yoga and there's not one part of yoga that's more important than the other parts of yoga. So yoga practice, like getting on the mat and practicing asana is not more important than breath work. And breath work is not more important than practicing nonviolence or practicing seva. So we are focusing a lot this year on seva, which we've talked before. It's called, it's often translated into dedication to others without any expectation of acknowledgement or compensation. So there's a lot of really great work that people do out there and they get compensated for that. It's noble work. It's important work, but it's not the same as seva. So I think I mentioned a few weeks ago that um, you know, some of the most open-hearted people that I know are people who are out there doing things like teaching children, being nurses, being doctors, um, running nonprofit organizations, and then also are dedicating to others in other ways, in, in a volunteer sort of situation without compensation or without acknowledgement. And it's really amazing. Um, it, I feel like there's a small group of people who really make this country go round um, that, you know, are feeding people, that are clothing people, that are taking care of people who, for lack of a better word or phrase, have fallen through the cracks, people that need help. Um, and we all need help. So a lot of what we're doing this year is about strengthening our community through selfless service, through dedication to others. And if that means you get on the mat, that's awesome. If that means you just join us for workshops, that's awesome. If that means you just come and do your selfless service with us, (laughs) selfless service work with us, that's awesome. There is not one way to be a yogi. There's all different kinds of ways. And people practice for different reasons. You know, I am, I'm someone who teaches from a spiritual perspective. The creation of yoga was to develop a more, a stronger relationship with the divine. And I believe in the, 
the sanctity of teaching yoga in that way, that, that yoga is a spiritual practice. It is not an exercise. Um, having said that, there are a lot of people who come to yoga originally because they have an injury. And um, this has happened to me many times where I've had people come to me and said, my doctor like looked you up online and said, go to this class, go to this person. They're going to help you do the work that you need to do. And I feel like coming specifically because you want some physical benefits, but then staying because you're feeling your heart open, because you're feeling your brain chemistry shift, because you're feeling a part of a community, because you're feeling um, more whole, more balanced, more integrated. That's awesome. So there's lots of reasons that a lot of us start yoga practice. There's a lot of reasons that we stay because everyone's yoga practice is a little bit different. Um, so I just want to tell you about this weekend and tell you about uh, everything that we do at a yogi kitchen at least this next month or so um, and tell you also what we did last week. So last week was one of the most fun weeks I've had in a while. Um, I got to be of some really deep service and it felt so good. So we got together on Tuesday and I think there were five of us, two staff members and three volunteers that basically chopped vegetables for like three hours and got everything ready for the meal the next day. And then the next day we were joined by oof, one, two, three, four people during the day. Um, we finished chopping and then we created a dish by guest chef. We had a guest chef, which was awesome, very exciting, who uh, works for the school district. And we made pollo guisado, which is a chicken, it's a Puerto Rican, traditional Puerto Rican chicken stew. And this woman is Puerto Rican and she wanted to share something from her family's heritage with our community. We cooked all day long, <clears throat> big batches and huge pots and in warmers, not warmers, but um, roasters. We made, I don't even know how many servings we actually made, but we cooked all day. I stayed for a little bit longer. Oh, and we bagged up cookies. Uh, the yoga community specifically makes the dessert for this meal. So volunteers drop off their food. And these are my yogis. These are people who uh, come to class every once in a while. Some of them come to class every week. Some of them come to class several times a week. Some of them come to private sessions and, and do wellness coaching. And we all um, bake in our homes and then bring it in. And if you are comfortable being in a place with a mask on and socially distanced, then we all cook together. So we ended up serving 200 meals and delivering over 100 meals. So we, we fed, we served over, we gave out over 300 meals. Uh, plus, in addition to that, we had a donation from a school that has a annual Martin Luther King Day dinner. And they had some leftovers from their dinner. So they sent those along to us and we packaged up. I don't know if we ever counted how much we packaged up of that, but it was quite a bit. We packaged up and then put in the front porch pantry at a Yogi, uh, Yogi kitchen at um, Sunrise Project, which is here in Lawrence, Kansas at 1501 Larnard. And so we just, we fed a lot of people that day. Oh, and in addition, we had so many volunteers that we were able to put together meal kits. It was awesome. So a meal kit consisted of, and it's really very generous. I was really um, pleased with this. What Sunrise does is they put meal kits out and they put hygiene kits out of, uh, at times, but they try to put meal kits out quite a bit. And it was, let's see, a bottle of olive oil, a container of ricotta cheese, a container of a bag of mozzarella cheese, a bag of Parmesan cheese, 
a box of pasta, a jar of pasta sauce, uh, an onion, a head of garlic, and a bottle of Italian seasoning with a recipe and instructions on how to make baked ziti. And I'm not sure how many they put out. I would say maybe 20, 15, 20 or somewhere in there. Um, So 20 families got a meal and got to learn possibly how to make a new recipe or make a recipe in a different way. It was just a really satisfying, wonderful day. And I'm so proud of all the work that we've done. Um, I had a couple of yogis who have not come to class in a long time. Um, One, because of pandemic and two, just because they've had personal things go on in their lives. Uh, come and we're like, oh, I'm not getting out of the house enough. I'm not doing stuff enough for other people. This felt so good. I had a new person, someone who's brand new in my life come, uh, who went to the same college I did. And we um, are getting together a small alumni group of people who come together and, and help cook. So that's really exciting for me too. So that's all of what looked last week looked like. Um, I was lucky enough, we had a bunch of leftover ingredients So I went back on Saturday and I made two different kinds of, I made a veggie um, vegan pasta. And then I made just a regular classic marinara, which was also vegan. It didn't happen, have to be. I could have put some Parmesan in it, but I left it vegan. And then I made big ziti with ground beef. Oh yeah, you got ground beef in your big ziti kit. So I made a huge pan of big ziti and I put 15 or so meals is this right? Like 15 or so meals into the fridge. And then uh, a family came and picked up a bunch of meals, a family who is suffering from or struggling or managing COVID. Uh, And we did a contactless delivery. So I just set it outside for them and they were able to come pick it up on the the, uh, table next to the kitchen door at sunrise. And then I delivered to another family who is having COVID issues. And then um, to a single dad who has some health issues. And um, then another single dad family I was able to deliver to. So that was all uh, really gratifying and really satisfying. And so everyone who's been donating, sometimes you guys donate just I'll get a payment and I'm not expecting it. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this person in class in a long time, but you guys send a donation and that's awesome. Um, Sometimes it's your donations for coming to class. And a lot of you have been extremely generous and it's been so wonderful. We've been able to do so much good work um, with your donations. So I just wanted to let you know how last week go. That's like my progress report on how it all went. And again, I wanted to be, um, just let you know how super grateful I am. All right. So now I wanted to talk a little bit a bit about what's coming up for a yogi kitchen. So we're going to continue to feed people. We could still use a couple of bakers. If you are um, someone who likes to bake and you're in the Kansas City, Lawrence, Topeka area, uh, you do not have to be in Douglas County. You do not have to be in Lawrence to help us out. We had nurses last week. Um, one actually lives in Lawrence but works in Olathe and the other one is from, oh, I can't remember, Garden, Gardner, not in our county, and came and um, gave her skills and her talents and spent time with us and we got to meet someone new, which was really fun. So you don't have to be in this area to contribute and to help feed people. It's all about creating community and your community can overlap in counties, be from different cities, and that's not a problem. Um, So we're still looking for bakers. If you um, if you would like to bake, we would love it. We're looking for each family to contribute about two to three dozen cookies 
bars or cupcakes. And the only real restriction on this is we want it to be something that you can just grab and go. Um, so you don't necessarily need to have to heat something up. You don't necessarily um, have to have a fork and knife for it, at least for the dessert. It's just something, you know, you can stick a cookie in your pocket and you got a cookie. So you can contact me, uh, mel at ayogikitchen.com or text me 785-760-5412 if you'd like to join our baking team. It's a lot of fun. It's the best baking I do all month is when I get to bake for the, our community. And our next focus, one of the things we're focusing on in February is getting a fund started where some of the donations will help us buy ingredients to uh, donate to people who have the gift and the talent of baking, but don't necessarily have the resources to be able to share. So we have a couple people on our list who've said, if this ever happens, let me know. I'd be happy to bake, but I can't share any resources right now. I'm like your talents and your gift are a resource. So. Uh, we're looking for donations for that. And you can always direct donations, um, either if you make a PayPal or a Venmo donation. Um, you can just, I think there's a, there's like a, a line in there where you can say what you're paying for. Yes, there definitely is for Venmo. I'm pretty sure there is for PayPal. What you're donating for, what you're paying for, and or you can make a donation and then just text me and say, hey, I just sent whatever it was, 40 bucks, and I wanted to help you buy baking ingredients for bakers. So that's coming up. We also could use some more people to show up and cook with us. And again, you just need to email me or text me 7605, uh, it's 785-760-5412 or Yogi Kitchen to join us when we get together. This one's tough. We need to cook during the day because of what we do and the kind of organization that Sunrise Project is. But we cook from 10 to 1 on the first and third Tuesday. It's mostly that's just prepping. And it's really fun because we chat and we talk. And every time I meet new people. And sometimes I get to connect with people I've known for a long time. So that's always exciting and fun. And if you're new to Lawrence, Kansas, it's a great way to get to meet new people. Because we're standing there for a while. So it's not like a meet and greet. You know, it's not the pressure of like a cocktail party or a Christmas party or something. It's we're just being of service and we're connecting and it feels awesome. Um, and then on Wednesdays, the first and third Wednesday of every month, we cook from 10 a.m. till about 4 p.m. right around four. We're, we try to be done between like 2.30 and 3 and start setting up the room and getting ready to put together delivery routes and get the uh, place put together for the volunteers to come in and package food and the delivery drivers to come up and pick up their stuff. And I would love to say that they need volunteers for that, but um, occasionally they'll, they'll need volunteers to help with delivery routes or to help uh, package up food, get it all together, run it out to people's cars when they come for the curbside uh, pickup. For that, you should definitely contact Sunrise Project. It's sunriseprojectks.org. Um, you can email them um, from their website or just Google Sunrise Project Lawrence, Kansas, and their phone number will pop up and you can contact them for that. They organize all of that. And it's quite a show. People show up and food gets packaged very quickly. Um, they're taking account into who's allergic to what and who can't have peanuts and who can't have mushrooms. And um, it's really quite amazing. And people just they come in and they get right to work. And then also part of a crew comes or stays to 
clean up to wash the dishes that we've been using, which is really nice. You don't have to cook all day long and then clean up afterwards also. So that's what's coming up next week. And we need people every first and third week. So get in touch with me. If you can't do it this week, that's okay. You can get in touch with me and get on a list for the future or let me know in the future. Hey, I'd like to cook for February 16th and come help us in February or in March, whenever you want. So that's what's going on in that part of our yoga community. And um, sometimes when I talk about this stuff a lot, I feel like people are going, why are we talking about this? This is like a yoga class. Like this is part of our yoga practice. Opening our heart and being service to others is part of our yoga practice. And however you do it, if you want to help a yoga kitchen do it the way that we do it, awesome. But if not, if your thing is um, sorting clothes, you can volunteer your time, you know, at a church bazaar or I'm not even sure what else, other opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities out there. Uh, Dare Center is a good example of places that I don't know if they need clothes sorted, but I know they have blankets and they have uh, resources that need to be sorted often for people. And if that's your thing, that's awesome. Go do it. Um, so what else is happening this weekend is actually really exciting. I ended up having requests for pop-up classes. So if you don't know, all of our classes are on Zoom. Every class we teach is yoga for a cause, which means it's a donation cause, uh, excuse me, donation-based class. So you pay what works in your heart and in your bank account. Um, and generally speaking, donations are anywhere from, I think, $10 to $30 a class. Um and so you pay, you know, what works for you. You can Venmo or PayPal and people do it all different ways. And I don't have any kind of judgments about it. I have people who just make one big donation once a month. Um, and I think sometimes that helps them with their um, their commitment to the practice if they've said, I've paid for this. And so now I, I want to go and show up for yoga. And some people who come to class and can't pay me for a few times and then pay me. And that's totally fine too. Um, again, what we're doing here isn't about, you know, me buying a new car and being able to like do a whole bunch of stuff. The money that you donate goes to like, it all goes into the business. Basically, I don't get paid. It goes into uh, keeping the lights on. It goes into keeping the Wi-Fi on so I can teach online. It goes to um, doing things like last year, I needed a little maintenance on my computer so I could teach online. Uh, once in a while, I get some I get some yoga clothes, so I'm I'm not naked teaching. Uh, it goes to gas when I deliver coats and I deliver blankets and I deliver um, uh, food to people. It goes to help pay for the gas for that. Uh, at this point, all of our containers that we've been using to to when I cook at home and take stuff to people, all of those have been donated. I don't go buy those things yet. Uh, there may be a point in the future where I have to buy things like that also. Um, so that's what it goes to. And then the rest of it all goes to buying um, food, to being able to help people in our community eat. Sometimes a couple of times I've gone out and bought gloves um, for people that I know are, are, don't have a home, a house, sorry, don't have a house and are um, cold. So I've bought some things like that. And so, and there'll be more things that we're going to do. Um, and in fact, I guess I can talk about that now. Coming up this next month, you have another chance. You have a couple different chances of practicing the yoga of service, which is we're going to create some hygiene kits. And right now on the website, there is uh, there's a list of items that we're collecting. 
And we're going to do two different things. So um, Sunrise Project has an Amazon list, a wish list, plus, and they want to create hygiene um, hygiene kits also. They did a whole bunch around Christmas. I'm not sure how many kits they put together, but I know they raised over $1,000 to buy things to put into kits. And they had donations for kits. Right now, we're collecting donations. Um, you can absolutely... Um, make an order on Amazon or Walmart or whatever, and send me things if you want to do it that way. A lot of people are going through their, you know, under, under the sink cabinets and in their drawers. And I have a whole like little makeup area in a, in a closet, my linen closet where I'm like, Oh, there's some hotel soaps in here and there's some other stuff in here. And so putting all that together and it can be full size bars. Obviously it can be hotel soaps. It's whatever we get. We're extremely happy to have because we are a yoga community. Um, and we really try to do things as naturally and as organically as possible. We love the idea of, um, getting, you know, soaps without lots of chemicals, lots of additives in them, more natural products. But honestly, whatever we get, we will be happy and, and proud. We'll be happy to get and proud to, to hand out. And then we're just going to put them together, slap our sticker on it, say this has been brought to you by Yogi Kitchen and distribute it through Sunrise Project. I may run out to um, some of the, the campsites um, where people are, the tent communities where people are and drop off a few of them. We'll see. We'll see how much we, we collect. Um, but I know that uh, Sunrise does that a fair amount or they run out to the tent communities and they either give out food or they give out hygiene or they give out, ooh, Band-Aids. I didn't put Band-Aids on the list. We should have Band-Aids on the list. Um, so that's in a way that you can, you can practice yoga uh, off the mat this month. And um, I'm excited about that. We're going to start collecting. We're starting collecting now. I actually just got a great collection from um, someone in our community, but we're collecting now and I'm hoping to get them together by early to mid-March. That's, that's the hope for that. So that's another way you can practice. If you want to get on the mat with us, we have this really exciting weekend. It's like a long weekend of, of yoga practice. So tonight is our regularly scheduled big stretches. It's eight o'clock PM central time. So for the first time ever, most of my regular students are evening people. For years and years, I taught morning people, and I'm a morning person. So I would, you know, teach 6 a.m. yoga classes. Uh, I think actually one of my classes at one point was 5.30 in the morning, and I haven't done that for a long time. Uh, the earliest class I've recently taught has been 8 a.m. Central Time. But I really want to also be able to include West Coast people. So our earliest classes these days are 10 a.m., um, and we're going to play around with that schedule coming up for February. But tonight is 8 p.m. Big Stretches. If you ever want to do a late night class, I'm happy to teach as late as 9 p.m., starting at 9 p.m. Central Time. So it makes it a little bit easier for people on the West Coast, but not easy, easy for sure. Uh, and every once in a while, if you wanted a pop-up, I would do like a 10 p.m. class. But that would have to be like a you know, every once in a while. Then tomorrow I've had a request for a pop-up. There is a regular student who has an injury. So we're going to practice at 2.15 p.m. Central Time. It is going to be yoga for injury. And we're mostly going to be either sitting or laying down. Um, this is someone with a knee injury. And I think someone else with a foot injury is going to come. So we're not going to be doing too much standing. Or if we do do standing, it will be 
not necessarily like weight bearing, like the, the warrior poses, uh, balance poses. We're going to, we're going to stay mostly sitting or laying down. Um, then on Saturday morning, we're going to do a pop-up slow flow at 10 a.m., which is our old time slot. So we're going to go back to the old time slot. And I think that's going to be a regular thing in February. But for t- for this week, it's just a pop-up. Sunday, we have our regular classes. Sunday, 10 a.m. slow flow, 7 p.m. restorative yoga, which is really yummy and lovely way to end your weekend and to get ready for the week. Just simple, easy poses that almost every single person can do, and you're lying over blankets or pillows or couch cushions, uh, bolsters, rolled up towels. Everyone can do these poses. Um, and even if you don't have yoga props, you have resources in your house that you could do these poses. And then on Monday night, we have our regularly scheduled uh, joint freeing series, which are super easy, gentle movements that we do that help with body alignment, help with any kind of pinched nerves, just helps really keeps your body and your joints well oiled. And I have arthritis, so this is an issue for me. Um, I thought about calling this yoga for arthritis, but I don't. I want people to understand that joint health is important regardless of how old you are, regardless of whether you have arthritis or not, like we're just keeping our joints really healthy. So that's our long weekend of yoga. It's very exciting. I hope you'll join us and um, come practice with us. However you choose to practice, you want to be of service, you want to do some uh, yoga poses, breath work, meditation. Um, Every one of my classes includes a little bit of meditation and usually some breath work, but not always. Oh, and then I forgot, February 13th, we're doing a special Valentine's Day menu. So um, <clears throat> for a long time, I've been thinking about a yogi kitchen and, and how that, you know, what does that look like? What does a yogi kitchen mean? What does it look like? And I was creating a flyer for our Valentine's Day practice, and I saw um, a, a template for a special Valentine's Day meal, a menu. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. So we're going to do a Valentine's Day heart opening a special workshop on the 13th from 2 to 4.30. And it is, uh, I think, $45 a person. So workshops are not donation-based, but they are, um, I'm happy to do a payment plan. So all you have to do is contact me, 76054, I'm sorry, it's 785-760-5412 or mel at a yogikitchen.com. And um, we'll, I'm happy to set up a payment plan. Uh, and I, I'm really flexible about how that all works. And that money also gets donated, but um, it's just how I've been doing it since the pandemic. Regular classes are by donation. Workshops are a set price, but all of it is yoga for our cause. Um, so help us help lots of people in the community um, stay warm, get fed, have have hygiene products in their life. Um, and we're going to be doing more in the summer months that's going to be different because we obviously won't be collecting coats. Uh, so we're going to do some other things in, in the summer months that'll be super fun that you can help. And I think that's what we have right now. Um, I love hearing you guys. I love hearing your feedback. Comment. Uh, drop me a text. Let me know what you want me to teach um, about in sessions in uh talk about in the podcast and we are going to i've been saying this forever but we really really are going to be having uh interviews guest speakers it's not going to be me every single week i hope you're having a super fantastic 
end of January, end of the week. Happy Thursday.